Hi everyone, it's Brittany and welcome to One Hot Mess. Okay, so today guys, we're going to be talking about some spiritual goals that you should set yourself right now. Okay, um, so there are many types of goals that a person can set but maybe the most important in the long run are those that lead to spiritual growth because growth of any kind it rarely happens by itself just like anything else it requires a plan and action especially um uh don't know lost train of thought anyway (laughs) this plan it can come in the form of spiritual goals um We're going to go over several examples in a minute, but essentially spiritual goals are designed to help us connect our innermost beliefs. And this connection is a crucial part of leading a happy and content life. Yeah. Sorry if y'all can hear those people talking. I just told them I was going to be recording, but do they care? No. Anyway, so the examples that we're going to be going over, they are as valid for um, the person who follows a particular religious code as they are for someone who is just spiritual and not religious. So consider setting some of these spiritual goals, maybe one or two at a time, and stick with them until they become a concrete part of your life and habits. So number one, guys, is be crystal clear on what your beliefs are. Like, what do you believe in? That's a huge question and one that's definitely not always easy to answer, even for those who practice a particular faith. But knowing what the core principles are on which you wish to base your life is an all-important exercise in clarification. After all, you can't practice your beliefs if you don't know what they are. Am I right? And even if you are part of an organized religion, there are bound to be teachings that feel more important than others. So knowing your beliefs, it comes from looking inward and asking what you feel brings you closer to your ultimate place of being, whether that's a divine God, the source, the universe, or something else. So what steps can you take mentally and practically to elevate your spirit? Maybe some of the other goals on this little list we're going over might provide answers to these questions or this question. Number two is reflect on your actions. So once you know what you believe in, it pays to keep track of how well that you adhere to those beliefs in your everyday life? Have you practiced what you preach? Have you done things that go against your beliefs? Have you felt conflicted at all? These are the types of questions that 
you will wish to ask during a period of self-reflection. So think of it as a moment to pause on your journey and look both at where you have been and where you are going. Are you living in a way that you wish to live? And if not, what could you change to put yourself on a more spiritually agreeable path? I mean, sometimes you may find that these moments of reflection challenge the beliefs you felt so sure about. And that's not a failure on your part, but just further clarification of what your true beliefs are. Number three, cultivate peace. A life that is more spiritually attuned is one of greater inner and outer peace. So a worthwhile goal, therefore, is to find ways to bring more peace into the things you do, the relationships you have, and the thoughts that float around in your mind. Peace is the opposite of conflict. So identifying sources of conflict and working to ease tensions is an effective tool for spiritual growth. And much of this comes down to the way that you treat others and the way that you respond to others' treatment of you and that the mindset that you carry throughout life. And always bear in mind the choice you have in every moment to decide how to behave, no matter what may be happening around you and what other people are doing, you can choose a path of peace. You can choose to understand, to forgive, to look beyond revenge or retribution. You can choose to tackle any troubling thoughts and emotions that you may have. You can choose to be the peacemaker wherever you go. And this doesn't mean accepting poor treatment. Far from it. Part of living a peaceful inner and outer life is knowing when to walk away from someone whose own pain is causing them to behave in ways that are detrimental to you. Or at the very least, setting boundaries on what you will and will not tolerate. Sorry about that. Somebody was calling me. All right. So we're moving on to number four, and that is show compassion. Um, so speaking of another's person's pain, one way to connect more deeply with your own spirit is to seek ways to ease the suffering of others. Many people have a natural instinct to want to help others, but doing so on a consistent basis and without expectations of getting something in return is altogether different. Spiritual growth is not a reward for being of service to others, but it is often a byproduct living a compassionate life it 
helps you feel more grateful for the positive things you have and helps to weaken an often overactive ego. When you feel and show compassion towards a person, you recognize yourself in them and you see that you and they are not so different. And in doing so, you become more humble and less consumed by unhealthy desires to accumulate and hoard more of things. And compassion is a big piece of the puzzle. In the next goal on the list, number five, which is recognize the interconnectedness of everything. Part of a spiritual life involves looking inwards, but an equally big part requires you to look out at the world around you. Peace and compassion are, as we have seen, a vital part of this, but so is the realization that you do not live in isolation. In fact, um, even if you are alone in many regards, you are utterly dependent on the people and the things that surround you. Everything connects to everything else through a complex web of threads, many of which go unseen and unappreciated. There we breathe. The food we eat, the things we enjoy, they are all products of a world in which we, you, are connected to everything else. Um, so, yeah, you are connected to those things, those people, those materials in a deeply intimate way. They touch your life and you touch theirs. And this is a profound realization in many ways, and one that can drive spiritual thought, action, and belief to a new level. Number six is practice tolerance. Though we are all made of the same stuff and connected in deeply intimate ways, no two people are quite alike. And some are very different to us in a lot of ways. How they choose to express themselves, their desires, their beliefs, the choices they make. These differences can become sources of conflict if we let them. But tolerance can prevent that from happening. Tolerance is accepting those differences and not making them into reasons to mistrust one another. Tolerance is a key ingredient to peace, but it should not lead to acceptance of ill treatment. Tolerate our differences, yes, but do not tolerate those who would wish you harm. And given the opportunity, you should go beyond tolerance of our differences and celebrate them. It is a great wonder of life that we can have billions of such utterly unique individuals. 
all with their own gifts to give to the world. Number seven, value the people in your life. So many of the previous um, points come back to this one important factor, community. But while you may think of community as the wider group of people who live where you live, we're talking about your personal community. That is to say those who are an active or sometimes rather passive part of your life. Your family, your friends, your partners, your colleagues, these people probably have a bigger influence over your life than anything else. Which is why a big part of your spiritual growth revolves around your interactions with these people and how you value their place in your life. Realize that you must work on your relationships and that you cannot take them for granted. Work on showing your appreciation for other people, your kindness toward them, and your understanding when they act from a place of pain or hurt. And last but not least, number eight, be silent. So as you walk your spiritual path, It pays to cease the unrelenting noise of the outer and inner worlds and just be in silence. You may call this time prayer or meditation, or you may just call it quiet solitude. Whatever form it takes for you, the phrase silence is golden really is appropriate because it's a golden opportunity for you to rest and allow your soul, for lack of a better word, to come to the surface of your being. It's truly wondrous what a period of silence can do for mind, body, and of course, spirit. Yes, indeed. All right, y'all. Well, there you go. There's your eight spiritual goals that you should set for yourself right now. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it. Make sure to hit that follow button. And I'll talk to you guys next time. Have a beautiful day. Bye, guys.